station. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co-host, Mr. Ryan Treasure. And coming up now, we have a former special agent began his FBI career in Denver, Colorado, working the Oklahoma Federal Building bombing trial. He was also a federal firearms instructor and Top Gun weapons expert. He received much recognition and awards during his career with way too many to list here. Currently, he is a CEO, entrepreneur, and actor with a specialty in law enforcement related video games, virtual reality, motion capture, and an inventor with his teenage kids. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Mr. Mark Padilla. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Absolutely. It's it's a pleasure to have you on board, the Finding Your Frequency show. So, Mark, uh, you know, we I see you uh, all over Facebook. You know, we've been talking back and forth a little bit uh, about several things, uh, but it is your career uh, that is absolutely intriguing to both Ryan and myself. Um, can you tell us tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, I didn't uh, join the FBI thinking I was going to save the world, although I did maybe a couple times. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, nice. It's an interesting career. It's, uh, it's not what you think it is in, uh, from watching TV or the movies, but, uh, you know, there is bureaucracy involved. There's a lot of, too. you know, armchair quarterbacking. Uh, it's, it's a serious job, and it, it's a serious profession. But uh, I really like to, to take a lot of the things that I learned in the FBI and apply them uh, to people's lives in the private sector because there's a lot of things that they can uh, incorporate into their life to kind of bulletproof their life or bulletproof their business. Sure, sure. Now, that's uh, you're bulletproofing your life in your business. Um, that's your core. What are you doing with that? Is that uh, something you go around speaking on? Uh, it is. Okay. It is. So, you know, in this day and age, people are kind of soft targets unless they start to be a little more uh, situationally aware of what's happening around them. And that's what I kind of highlight for people uh, when I talk across the country is uh, different things that they can start thinking about so that they're not such a soft target. You know, and let's expand on that just a little bit too, because as we talk about finding your frequency, I think, you know, one of the things that's really important in any person's life, you know, when they're, you know, weeding through the minutia of life to find their frequency and get onto that plane or that, you know, uh, place where they know they're in the right direction, you know, how, how do you make sure that you, you stay uh, uh, with that focus and attention to detail uh, and making sure that you don't sway from one side to the other? Well, uh, the way they taught us when I went through the FBI Academy is, is they said that you can't, you can't be in the color red. You know, you can't be hypervigilant expecting something bad's going to happen every minute of your life. It'll just fry your head out. And you can't be in green like La La Land, like nothing's ever going to happen. You've got to be kind of in yellow, uh, just aware of kind of what's going around so you. It's kind of like always uh, living in DEFCON 3. expecting something, but you have to have tools in your toolbox yeah. to at least be aware. Agreed. Yeah. 
Agreed. Yeah, definitely got to have those tools in the toolbox. Uh, you know, one of the things I always, you know, and I know you mentioned that, you know, that life is not as it's portrayed maybe in the movies and things like that. But I know as an investigator, right, that takes a lot of due diligence, a lot of attention to detail, a lot of, you know, for lack of a better term, maybe grunt work. How does that grunt work and that investigation stuff correlate into the business world? Well, I think uh, attention to detail is critical if you're going to have entrepreneurial success. And that's kind of what I highlight my, my, my talks on is that uh, if, if you're not that person to do that level of detail, then you need to at least find or delegate that out to, to part of your team um, because it's the little things that kind of catch you up. Uh, when you're an investigator and you're on, you're on the stand and you're being cross-examined, uh, you know, if your facts don't line up, uh, the defense is going to tear you apart. Similarly, in the private sector, if you don't have your ducks in a row with what the competition looks like, with what your, you know, centers of gravities are, uh, all those things, then, then the competition is going to beat you. So, it, you know, I, I myself, uh, I like, I'm a big picture person, but I still have to take the time to slow down and and pay attention to those details. Sure. Sure, I think we play, play those roles every day. Oh, yeah, absolutely, especially in radio. There's a lot of detailed work that goes into, you know, every broadcast, you know, every transmission, as it, as it says, or, sure. or any, any marketing efforts, absolutely. Being in this business, especially when you've got thousands of podcast operations and, you know, dump sites to put any content up there, you know, we got to stay ahead of, uh, ahead of the competition. And, you know, it's guys like you, Mark, that, you know, it's your uh, input, it's your thought process, it's, you know, what you teach that, you know, obviously helps people to keep their lives in check. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, if you were working, uh, if you, uh, a one-on-one -on -one type scenario, you know, how would you help somebody or teach somebody to basically strategize and get their, their life and their career in order or safety check? So, so I do talk to a lot of uh, single ladies that, uh, or single moms that have kind of the, the stalker thing going um, with, with different people in their lives, and it's, it's pretty prevalent in society now. And I, Let's go straight to I weapons expert. guide them along the lines <laughs> of uh, don't, go to, don't go home every night the same route. Same route right. Don't go to work the same route. Um, throw a little unpredictability a into your schedule so that uh, people don't know where you're at all the time. Uh, one of my big things is not to paste, post your location on social media because that's just an invitation <laughs> to to put your big red target on your face. You know, yeah. hey, that, that's, a, that's a really big point, and I know especially in our digital community, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to expand on that because it's not just posting your location. It's also, you know, when you're saying taking... Saying you're not yeah, home? Yeah, saying, you, saying you're not home or saying, hey, I'm having a great time on vacation on social media, then everybody knows you're not home. But also, you know, when you take a photo on your mobile device, if you have your location settings turned on at the time that you take a photo, the metadata for that photo also contains the GPS coordinates of where that photo was taken with latitude and longitude and then when you share that on social media somebody can download that photo extract all the geolocation data out of where you took that photo and find out and pinpoint exactly where you were when you took that photo is that correct yeah that's absolutely spot on that's actually in one of my uh, uh teaser videos that Good exact job, topic no, uh, but what makes it more scary is that uh if if a parent 
takes an innocent picture of their minor child right. at home and then posts it, then you've got a whole other set of predators that now know where that child lives. So creepy it world. has a lot of other outcomes that are negative besides just adults giving away their location. Now you're giving away the location of minors uh, for the pedophile uh, type predators. Yeah, so I have, it's a, I have it's a three-year-old a daughter, and, and that's one of those one it, of those things that hits home. For people <laughs> to get lazy and not think about the technology that's in their lives, and, right? But they, you got to be smart because you got to be able to take yourself. You got to not be a soft target. Agreed. Agreed. So uh, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about uh, your firearms instructor as a Top Gun and a weapons expert. Ryan's a big weapons guy. (laughs) I'm not a gun nut, actually. And and, uh, what's funny is when I started uh, with the FBI, uh, they really appreciated the fact that I was a virgin firearms person when I started at the FBI Academy because that meant they didn't have to untrain me from bad habits. I really had not shot very much at all. Uh, I I watched my dad do a little uh, deer hunting, but I I never shot a weapon. So I showed up pretty green, but they liked that because they can then train you the right way, uh, you know, not have to get rid of all those bad habits. So uh, that's a skill set that I I still have, and and I use it in some of the video game projects that I'm part of and Mm -hmm. virtual reality projects. Uh, because I've got that authentic movement as a firearms instructor, and you know that brings some reality or or, or authenticity to the video games that I'm involved. I kind of feel like Mark that you're sitting here behind me reading my notes or something <laughs> yeah. because we'll uh, right you, you're leading directly into what my next question was. You know, I am a I am the technology guy uh, at Voice America and work with all of our team uh, as far as technology is concerned. And I'm, I'm I've been doing a lot of events lately where there's a huge hubbub on augmented and oh, virtual yeah. reality. And one of the things that interests me a lot is, you know, not not the video game aspect of virtual reality, which is great for entertainment, but the educational uh, availability of virtual reality to leverage uh, that in situational awareness training uh, in in self-defense training uh, and using virtual reality as a technology, as a training tool to help people and put them in situations where you can't necessarily stage up in, in, you know, in the classroom, but being able to do it virtually. Um, Talk a little bit about that and how you're leveraging that for some of the things that you're doing in, in, in your life. I appreciate that question. That's a really smart question. So um, I'm I'm in talks with a couple groups now that are on the leading edge of in the VR world about that specific type of training that you talk about. Uh, there's a couple different versions. Uh, the first version is uh, to have citizens play a game where they're immersed into the VR situation, and then they have to decide who to shoot during an incident. Um, right. And then they can feel the pain <laughs> of how difficult it is to be anyone in law enforcement. So uh, I think that would be a, a great tool uh, for everyone to experience, having to go through that stress. I would do it, and absolutely. Yeah. make instant decisions on who to shoot, who the bad guys are, and who not to shoot. Uh, the, other, the other level of that is... Uh, when I went through the FBI, and I'm going to date myself just a little now, uh, we did not have very sophisticated videos. We we were using kind of like laser tag guns 
had a, a video screen that was running a, a scenario. So Top it was shot. kind of 80s yeah. technology. Uh, but now uh, we can bring that into the 21st century and beyond by what you can do in VR. And that hasn't been actually exploited very well in the law enforcement or even the private citizen shooting community. And that's those are some of the projects that I'm working on now where it's, it's great. almost it's so close to real life that, that you really get a, a much enhanced experience from it. And you're actually doing the developmental work on that? Right. I've got groups that are, you know, they're, they're tearing apart my brain on how to <laughs> make that as realistic as possible. But, you know, where, where we are with VR right now, it really allows you to do a lot of cool things. And people can really feel like they're in the situation. It's not contrived or you know, orchestrated or, or it doesn't feel phony. It actually, it feels very, very real, surreal, in fact. Right. You know, that's actually one of the cool uh, things on technology. And I, you know, I'm a sports fan as well. And, you know, we're um, 97 days away from NFL kickoff uh, for those of you who are uh, football fans. But I I was watching a story on ESPN and one of the stories that they had was, uh, you know, locally here, I'm a, I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan living here in Arizona, but the story wasn't about the Cardinals, but it was about how the NFL is using virtual reality for something similar for the same thing, you know, not making decisions for, you know, who to shoot, when to shoot, all that kind of stuff, but the same type of idea of situational awareness, but around, you know, a football and a quarterback and a quarterback and, and calling plays and um, the way that the NFL and the Cardinals are using virtual reality sounds like um, kind of a, a, a similar uh, entryway to what should be happening on the law enforcement training side. Uh, so, you know, if, I don't know who you're working with in VR, but uh, offline, I definitely love to connect you with some of our people that we've met over the last several months that are high profile VR people as well and you know see if we can get the two worlds married together because the technology already exists and to be able to put it out there it's very very cost effective so you know whatever Voice America can do to get behind any of that you know training efforts and and and, and assisting and maybe connecting one VR professional with another VR professional and getting that accomplished you know please let's uh, let's connect on that it's uh, something near and dear to me especially pr- uh, pushing technology and safety so let's uh, let's connect that, those dots I appreciate that, and I'm certainly open to that. And I would, I would make another comment there that um, when when a, a citizen uh, typically gets a weapon, uh, they don't really know how to use it. Um, it's interesting that the stats say that people are more likely to get injured or killed with an assailant using a knife than someone using a gun. Because what happens is when citizens, and I use that term loosely, uh, when they first get a weapon, first they don't know how to use it. And if they do fire it, they fire it infrequently. They don't really train. Right. So that's the reason that law enforcement you know, has all these requirements for uh, quarterly qualifications, because they have yeah. to keep training to, be, to keep the proficiency. The proficiency in firearms is, uh, it has a short shelf life, very, very short unless you're constantly practicing. So what's interesting is that when you have a, a bad guy scenario uh, out in public and they're shooting at each other, most of the time the bad guys can't hit each other because <laughs> they're, <not, laughs> they're, not, they're not practicing. Right, uh, right. So it, it falls into the citizen world as well. The citizens aren't practicing either. And even in close, close quarters shooting scenarios, we call it close quarters combat, the citizens can't shoot anything 
meaningful. They're they're not, <laughs> they're, they're missing everything. Right, they're not right. practicing. So that's where VR would really help. Uh, at least the good guys would help them to train where they don't have to feel uncomfortable going to a uh, an outdoor indoor range and, and kind of uh, feeling pressure. Uh, you know, they can train it in their own comfort of their own home and and become much more proficient and the reason as a footnote that the uh that the knife is so effective is that it doesn't take a lot of training right it's just gross motor movements like from the caveman days well and, and, and I, anybody and can do harm to you with people, the knife. i think people are practicing no every day required. with the knife too every day every day <laughs> wow well mark thank you so much for your insights on that world and how all of that works we got about uh, 45 seconds here left in our segment with you and you know before we jump off if you just have some parting words on where people can find you online a little bit about your website we'd love to share that with our listeners Right. So as you said, it's Mark Padilla. You can find me on Facebook. I'm the only guy in an FBI raid jacket. That's kind of my <laughs> moniker. Um, but I, you know, I'm I'm over the law enforcement Love the aspect girls, in a sense. I'm I'm more pro people. I, I don't speak for the government anymore. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm past that. But I really want people to understand that they've got rights. They don't have to talk to the police. They can invoke the Fifth Amendment. Uh, I just I. I, I'm just for the people. That's my big my big push here. It's awesome. But, well, uh, we'll I want we'll people to. to have more of a say with what their constitutional rights are and, and not kind of get bullied over by the by the man. So awesome. I, I certainly do appreciate your your folks' time and uh, we'll re engage on that VR project. Yeah, yeah we'll absolutely. we'll definitely have to have you back. Yeah, I'd like to know more about what we were closing with. And also I want to talk to you about your inventions or what you're inventing with the kids. So We'll we'll have you back. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we're just talking to former FBI special agent Mark Padilla, talking about all things uh, uh, virtual reality technology related and some of the important things that you need to do on a daily basis to keep yourself safe in the Internet world. You know, definitely pay attention to your location settings when you're taking those photos. Think twice before you make a comment on social media because you want to make sure to keep you and your family safe. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for your time. We're voiceamerica.com. We're also finding your frequency. You can find us all over Facebook at voiceamerica.com forward slash finding your frequency net. And of course, Jeff and I on Twitter at Radio Ryan one at Jeff Spinney two. check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash voice America talk radio. We'll be right back right after these messages with another great guest right here on finding your frequency. Stay tuned. <laughs> 